You're listening to the Molly's Place Podcast. Welcome to the Molly's Place Podcast, guys. Today is back from L.A., Rio, and all places in between. Now, we didn't really have a whole lot that we were talking about tonight. We are just talking about Dave's trip. But it was fun. And guess what? He brought me a diet root beer. Now, I'm not supposed to cheat, but hell, it's been four months. Let me enjoy it. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jim. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I've been back in Japan for about a week now. I actually flew in on the 25th. Right. From Los Angeles. Now, I, ha- I have a little bit of a boner to pick with you. You have a boner. That's nothing new. <laughs> I've got a boner to pick with you. Um, I, was, I was expecting you to message me when you got back. I was like, is Dave back yet? Uh, and Tomoko said, well, I went by the school the other night and the lights were on. I said, oh, he would have messaged me if he came back. She said, well, how is he on message- messaging you when, when you send him a message? I said, well, he's actually pretty bad. He hardly ever replies to that's me. That's right. And I said, but this is kind of a, a, a different situation. You know, he went to the States, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of expected that he'd drop me a message. And I messaged you. Yeah. And when uh, when you messaged me, I messaged you back, didn't I? Two days later. Oh, two days later. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After, after, no, no, no. I called you and you oh. were like, oh, I was just getting ready to mail you. Is what yeah, you said. that's true. That actually okay. was true. But welcome back, Dave. Well, it's good to be back. I actually uh. um, flew in on, on Monday the 25th and, okay. uh, and then I had a couple of days off. This was the first time uh, in the last few visits where I actually was in, in some ways smart. I decided to give myself a couple of days off before I actually started teaching again. That's right. You usually do come back and go right back to work, don't I you? I mean, literally the same day. I mean, right. uh, the last couple of times I've done it, I've flown into Narita and arrived, let's say, about 6 o'clock at night. Uh, because my girls are so young, we'd get a hotel near the Narita uh, mm-hmm. area. The next day, we'd we'd wake up and get breakfast, uh, come back to Fujita, and I would teach a couple of hours later, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was really nuts. So I started working on uh, Thursday. So I came in on, on Monday, and I started working on Thursday, and that's a much better way to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. When I was, uh, when I was a manager at uh, Big, uh, well, I can say now, Nova, uh, I used to have teachers that would would do the same thing as I did, and I'd always say like, "Don't do it," because there might be something, you know, you might get a train train delay, you might get an airplane delay, or whatever. And invariably, I would always get the call like, "Oh, I can't make today. I'm like too tired, or whatever." Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, just give yourself an extra day. I never did that because it's my school, so I couldn't right. do that. But if you can screw your your employer over, yeah, you know, that's what sure. you do. Yeah. Uh, now, guys, before we get started, mm. too, or before we get too deep into this. Mm. Dave has brought me a gift from the United States. So people listening, I have Diet A&W Root Beer with, you know, no sugar, zero calories, zero, zero carbs. That's a big one too, right? Oh, that's a big thing for you too. Yeah, that's a big thing. Okay. So um, awesome. I'm going to try this. Well, go ahead and try it before it gets warm. Yeah, that's know? true. That's because true. I'm afraid it's already gotten a little warm. All right. And it's in a plastic bottle. Yes. But a nice plastic bottle. Tell me because right. she likes the shape. Oh, it's... Mm. Is oh it, that man, that beer smell—that is a smell I have not smelled in months. Very good. Mm. Well, I hope this has not been a mistake. Mm. I hope you don't get double. Mm. I hope you don't get addicted again. Mm. Oh god damn, that's good. It's it's familiar, as they would say. Yeah. Well, you know, we were out tonight, mm-hmm. and we were at the Brazilian place up in Oinawa. Yeah, where you get the good hamburgers. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah, we yeah. were actually getting the good hamburgers. Yeah, those are and good stuff. And there was A and W. In the refrigerator. Mm. And I was looking at the can, and I said to Tomoko, I said, you know, I can sort of remember the taste. 
I can imagine the taste of the root beer. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's not really calling to me. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Now, this is good. This yeah. is good. Um, but, you know, Dave, I'm still, I'm very, very serious about my diet. Oh, so, I know you are. I know you so, are. So, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll take this as what it is. It's a treat. Mm. And I won't have a chance to have another one for a long, 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 long time because there's no Diet A&W root beer around here. Well, this is what I was going to say to you. I mean, you requested this, and that's the only reason why I mm. brought this because I, I've always thought it was a would be a dick move for anybody to bring somebody who's dieting or especially diabetic, anything like that that would mm. possibly get them in trouble. God damn it. But good. I wanted to tell you, if you don't like this or if mm. you don't like the, the Mountain Dew, mm. just, you know, pour it down the sink. Pass I on to you. Yeah, yeah, pass <laughs> it on to me. No, I, I won't take it personally. You know, it's just like if you think to yourself, well, I shouldn't be drinking this. This is not right for me. Just, you nah, know, just, I think, just well, I think one's not going to hurt anything. Just dump it. Right? Um, you know, we I was talking with my mom last night. Mm -hmm. You obviously haven't heard the the thing yet. Yeah, give a little plug about this. What happened? This sounds interesting. Well, guys, uh, if you if you guys have followed the po the podcast, if you're if you are a um, a regular viewer, a regular viewer, and if mm -hmm. you're subscribed to mm -hmm. iTunes, you mm -hmm. probably got the announce the 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 announcement earlier mm -hmm. today. Uh, a new podcast from here. Last night, I interviewed my mother. Wow, and. Dave, we run about an hour and 40 minutes. That's great. That's really, really good. And it was, uh, you know, the questions that you want to ask your parents, you know. Why was I born? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what position were you in the night I was conceived? Oh, oh you know? I, I wasn't going to go that way. I was not going to go oh, that way. Oh, okay. I was, I was more philosophical about this. You know, no, 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 no. I wasn't going that way. Do you remember the foreplay that night? You know? Yikes. Um, it <laughs> Pass. So, um, oh, well, you, you, we just we just got another viewer because of that. So maybe you should start right, right, talking, start talking dirty, dirty, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Teresa's Teresa's gonna Teresa's gonna be scolding me here soon. Yeah, very very good. Why do you always go there? Yes. Yeah. See, there it is. Hey yeah. now. Hey now. Hey now. Um. So anyway, I interviewed I my mom you. last night, and like I said, we went about an hour and a half, hour mm -hmm. forty minutes, and uh, it was really really good. Now, in all seriousness, uh, what kind of question did you ask? I mean, like. What kind of kid were you? Or you actually, know? I've got the list here. Okay, I'm just curious, and and this might be interesting to the viewers here, so they can, uh, you know, take a look at uh, at the interview as well. Right, and I put the questions in the show notes. Okay. So if you download the the podcast, hmm. it's actually in the notes on the screen. Oh, that's pretty the, cool. The, or the the questions are okay. So I, I I searched for questions to ask your parents. Oh, did you? On Google. Oh, that's interesting. And there was a list of like 15 questions. Oh, that's interesting. That you could ask your parents. Okay. And I picked like seven of them. Okay. Because some of them were a little too a little too intimate that yeah. I didn't think it was any of my business to be asking her some, some of these questions. Mm -hmm. um, but the questions that I asked her, uh, the first one was, how did you and my dad meet? Nice. Okay. Uh, in what ways do you think that I'm like you and not like you? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Um, is there anything you have always wanted to tell me, but you never have? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's dangerous. She's, 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 I'm in love with you. Mom! Um, okay, um, You're is, a big, fat bastard. Right. <laughs> um, is there anything you regret not having asked your own parents? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, what's the best thing that I can do for you right now? Mm, mm, mm. And uh, her answer to that was... Yeah, what is the... What was her the answer to that was, take care of your health. Yeah, that's a nice mom answer. Uh, I said, "Is there anything that you wish had been different between us, or that you would still like to change?" Mm -hmm. uh, when did you realize you were no longer a child? Oh, that's an interesting question. And what's the one thing you would have done differently as a mom? Oh, that that's a, that's a tough question. That can go on for a long time too. Yeah, but it it went really well. We had a really good time. Tomoko, 
<laughs> Teresa's giving me the, <laughs> she's scolding me there. I, I'm so used to tea. Dave, in your absence, mm. I've been doing Molly's Midnight Madhouse. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too. That sounds fun. Mm. And uh, Teresa has basically been my Ed McMahon. Okay. <laughs> o- over the over the course of the Madhouse, but she was my Ed McMahon on text. Okay. So um, there's an app called Periscope. Okay. And I would set it up here. It, you can only do it on your phone. Oh, all right. I would set my phone here. Okay. And I was just doing like a, a one-hour radio show, playing music. And That's what I thought. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would be sitting here, and while the music's playing, mm-hmm. I can't talk. Right. You know, don't want to interrupt. Yeah, that's really annoying. That's what they do in Japan all the time. Just to interrupt you really quickly, the thing that really is annoying about listening to radio in Japan is oftentimes they'll have a radio show, uh, a program that will talk about a certain artist or whatever. So, for example, if they're going to talk about Michael Jackson, they'll talk about Michael Jackson's thriller for, let's say, 25 minutes, and they'll set up a song, and then they'll start playing thriller, and then they'll only play the song for about... You know, up to the first chorus. About to the first chorus, and then they'll start talking over it, and it's just like, ah, play the damn song, yeah, right? You yeah, bastard, just let it play. You know? We've we've been listening to you talk about it for the past half hour. Exactly. So, um, while the songs were playing, mm. I tried not to. I mean, there were a couple times where I answered answered questions, mm. uh, but for the most part, uh, Teresa was out there, mm. and uh, whenever a question would come in, she would field the question. Okay. Because she pretty much knew the answers, okay. and um, okay. So I've kind of been bouncing ideas off of her. I see. Over the past two weeks, mm. and um, uh, so Teresa, thank you very much, and Aww. and she's kept me in line. Good, you know, make sure, good. Make sure I'm not saying anything dirty. That's a good thing. Um, but here's the thing, Dave. Okay. Uh, I would set the camera here. All right, uh, to the side. For yes, those of you sorry guys, it, over side over of the here. That, you know, we're, we're just just at. next to the computer here. Right. I would set the I would set the the camera here with the phone mm-hmm. with the speaker or the mic pointing okay. right here next next. Next to the next, right, right here. Well, for the people who are listening, they can't really understand. So, but okay, but I think we, I think this is gonna. I'm gonna move the browser over right here. Okay, Okay, so anyway, you guys get the idea. Right here next Mm -hmm. to the screen. Sure. And then I had a playlist in iTunes. Okay. Of the songs I was gonna do that night, and I would talk a little bit about each song or whatever the the group or whatever. Yeah. And I would play the song and Mm. kind of look basically like your classic radio format. Yeah. Uh, the first night, it was just, let's play some rock music, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I was playing my favorite rock songs. Super. And during the show, I just got the idea, well, why doesn't each show have a theme? So the second week, I did Women in Music. Mm-hmm. Last week, I did... What was last week, Teresa? Um, it was Women in Music, and then... TV themes? Nope. That's oh. that's tomorrow. Oh, I let something out of the uh, bag. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. What was last week? Oh, last week was Super Guitar Players. Okay. Bands with Super Guitarists. All right. No. Yeah, see? Teresa's got the answer. Guitar. Very nice, so, Teresa. Now, the cool thing is, Dave, hmm. obviously the the audio is being picked up from the from the mic. Okay. The sound coming out of the speakers on the computer here. Okay. So it's not the best sound. All right. You know? Right. It is what it is. Uh-huh. So what I was doing is after the show, mm-hmm. I would take the audio off of the video, wow. put it into GarageBand, uh-huh. I would cut the songs out, wow. and put the MP3s in in their wow. place. Wow. So you got the nice Sounds quality. Like a lot of, was that a lot of work? Night, um, the first night took me about three hours to get through it. 
Wow, okay. And I was like, oh, man, this really took forever. That really sucked, right? Uh-huh. Because I, I put the songs in. I put album covers on uh-huh. over the, where the song. So mm-hmm. when the song comes on, the album cover pops mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. It had the, the name of the song. And mm-hmm. I did all that. Right? Yeah. It took me about three hours to get it all together. Yeah. And when I finished, I thought, man, that really, really sucked sitting yeah. there doing all that. Uh-huh. And I went upstairs. I had already downloaded oh, it here. No. This and sad. I started watching it, listening to it and watching it. And it looked so good. Oh, good. And I was like... It's a happy thing. Good. And I was like, every sweaty minute was worth it. Great. That's really good to hear. And it was like, damn it, now I'm going to have to do that every time. And I've done it every time. I've actually, I've actually got a little streamlined now. Mm. So, you know, each time I... Last week, it took me about an hour to but get now, everything together. Because you're using, you mm. know, music and everything, how long are these up? I mean, like for like... The copyrighted yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to mess with that kind of stuff. No. So... No. I, I leave it up for a day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of another sad thing about doing all that editing. Yeah. Because it's only up for twenty four hours. Exactly. And yeah. then it then it's into the abyss. Yeah. So if you guys want to listen to the Midnight Madhouse, you gotta get it and save it because it's gone in twenty four yeah. hours and I you know But that's just mm-hmm. like a real radio show. I mean, people who are doing radio, you know, back you know, wherever, back in the States for us, I mean they, they do it live and then it's gone. I mean I'm sure they record it somewhere, but right. you know. Now, Bob Ross Expert is asking, when is the next Midnight Madhouse? Because I've been doing it at this time. We yeah. would be in the middle yeah. of the, We'd be starting yeah. the show right now. So there are a lot of pissed off people who have tuned in right now. What the now. hell's like, going on, God Molly? damn it, who's this guy with the baseball cap on talking? We want <laughs> right, music. Right. You know what? You know what, guys? I'm going to go live on Periscope right now. Okay. Uh, that way people know what's going on. Mm. This is great, right? I'm going to go ahead and get Periscope. Periscope, get... and he's going to put it next to the screen just so he doesn't have to explain it again. We'll, we'll put it right next. <laughs> yeah, and you guys will be able to see um, No Madhouse. No Madhouse. Tonight. Okay. Start broadcast. Oh, somebody said, not pissed off. Glad to see Dave. Thank you, whomever that is. I can't see it because my eyesight's bad. Oh, okay. But some kind of sexpert, so that sounds nice. Okay. No, Bob Ross expert. <laughs> oh, that, oh, Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just thought, okay, I thought so, it was a, a sexpert. I'm so sorry. Right. I have that kind of mind when I'm around Jen. I'm okay, so, so Frederick's here. Oh, Frederick. Okay, Hi, Frederick. so Frederick, no oh, manhouse tonight. It's the, it's the podcast. Sorry, Frederick. It's a regular podcast. Sorry. So anybody, if you're on Periscope, you can log into Periscope right now and have this going. And you've got two angles going here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You should get something else for this side of the screen, too, for the left side. And then we can just keep going back and forth. Yeah, right. Really, if you really had, if, well, if you had the app, we could set it up. Well, there you, there you are. Okay. So anyway, Delhi Jim's coming in. Okay, guys. So so the people coming into the Periscope right at this moment, there's Brian. Um, there's no Midnight Madhouse tonight. Mm-hmm. And for Bob Ross, expert that was asking, when is the next Midnight Madness? It will be tomorrow morning here. It'll be noon, which will be 11 o'clock Eastern Time in the United States and 8 p.m. Left Coast. Left Coast. Left Coast. Left Coast. Uh, so it, it it's the best time. And that's the time that I've been wanting to do it. Yeah. Because if I'm doing 11 o'clock here, it's 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. and 7 o'clock in the morning, respectively. Yeah. And we get like six people watching. Right. Which is fine, you know. We've had a good time, but I think we could do more. Yeah. You know. See, we've got five in here already. Mm-hmm. So, guys, uh, Midnight Madness will be in about about uh, twelve hours from now. Great. And and as you said, the theme <sighs> tomorrow is going to be tomorrow's theme is uh, TV show themes. Yeah. Hmm. So think uh, Andy Griffith. Think. Uh, 
Well, yeah, there there's going to be a lot of them. There's okay. I actually have twenty of them. Wow, uh, fantastic! Brian is saying it's seven a.m. where he's at now, so it's you know on the left coast. Wow. Um, Frederick's saying it's four p.m. in in Switzerland. Wow. Uh, Teresa just said something very interesting. Mm. You have to watch the Olympics tomorrow. Yeah, that's interesting. Can I? Can that I, could that could interfere with my show. Can okay, I? Go ahead. Can I jump in for something? Sure. Because uh, this is one something that I was was going to ask. This is an extraordinary Olympics, in my opinion, for me in Japan because. I've been, and Jim has been uh, in Japan for a very, very long time, and often uh, the enthusiasm for the Olympics in Japan has has been quite large. People are like really looking forward to it. They're going like, oh, I'm going to watch the opening ceremony. And God knows, especially in this country, it's a lot of judo, 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 and all those kind of things like that. However, for some reason, and I'm not exactly 100% sure, even though I think there are some reasons. Shit. My students, or shit. Um, sorry, sorry, I'll pick that up for you. All of the students that I've talked to, and I've talked to dozens of people, there is absolutely no interest among any of my students about the Olympics this year. Nobody is in the least bit interested in watching the Olympics. As a matter of fact, there is no plan from anyone to get up early to watch it, or they're basically just saying, like, I'll watch the the highlights on the news, but... Um, that's extraordinary because this is coming from a country who's oftentimes when they have like let's say a friendly when they're when the national team uh, soccer team is playing something they'll the people will get up at like two thirty in the morning and oh, watch sure. it and everything like this. But this is extraordinary because as I as I've said just a few moments ago yeah. and I repeat myself because I'm old now <laughs> um, that that in the past this has been a very 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 enthusiastic uh, a place for uh, uh, Olympic games which has been nice because oftentimes historically the Japanese don't do as well as certain other countries do but they just because they're small but they <laughs> but they enjoy the sport but they enjoy the sure. whole the whole thing but this year zero and I mean zero as a matter of fact there are a lot of people who are adamant that they're actually angry that some of their TV shows are going to be, you know, um, preempted and kicked I off. And yeah, like I haven't uh, I haven't felt much of a, an Olympic fervor either. Zero. I mean, mm. zero. It's extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, you see it on the morning news, but they, even the newscasters don't seem, no. seem as pumped up about... M maybe that'll change when it starts. I, I actually sincerely doubt it. Um, I think one of the reasons is I don't know of any big... Um, Japanese uh, stars that they're going to be focusing on. I don't think it's one of these kind of years that I think perhaps some of the Japanese uh, athletes don't have a, a, a big chance to get gold. And in this country, it's gold or nothing. Right. Um, and so that's kind of sad in and of itself. But um, well, if in the beginning, it w what would be nice if in the beginning, if somebody does really well, yeah. The, the fervor will pick up. Yeah, for it sure. Would, it would. And that's, that's true. Um, Bob Ross, expert, is saying, same here in the UK. No one seems excited about it. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Now, what I think also has to do with it is just, you know, recently, especially this uh, this week and just the last few weeks, there have been extraordinary stories about the whole situation, about the Olympic Village, about, you know, athletes. I, if I read, and I could be incorrect, I apologize, the, uh, the Australians, for example, refused to stay in the Olympic Village because it's just so disgusting apparently i mean it's just so terrible they've rented uh apartments or they've rented i should say uh, hotel rooms and everything mm. it's just uh, a disaster after disaster and well disaster. and wasn't there a news story the other day that one of the olympic buildings was uh i'm losing english here dave i they, i really they, they, they got that. all the people out of the building wow did they, they evacuate evacuate okay they evacuated the building and then all their stuff got stolen out of their rooms. I did not hear that yeah, story. I yeah. did not hear that story. Wow, that's extraordinary. Uh, I, Bob I, Ross saying an Australian athlete was apparently abducted. 
Whoa, mm. I didn't hear about that either. Yeah, there's just a whole lot of security problems. There's a whole lot of health problem issues. I wouldn't be surprised if some athletes boycott certain uh, events, especially when it's taking place in some of that nasty water I keep reading about. And um, I very sincerely hope, as I'm sure everybody does, that uh, there is no big, uh, well, of course, terrorist attack, but also no um, problem with a venue collapsing or something, because I have a feeling that the uh, construction has been fairly shoddy there. Mm. It's going to be, because uh, a few months ago, there was a, a, a cycling ramp that they that they built. I don't know if it was for the Olympics, but I think it was some kind of Olympic-related mm. that was destroyed by uh, the ocean or something like that. It's completely... Oh, for God's it, sake. It was just bad. And so this is going to be a, a really, really... Forgotten Olympics, I think, by a lot of people. I really uh, do. Gio Ney saying the men's basketball team rented a cruise ship to stay on. Now, that's nice. Is that, is that the American team? Because, yeah. I mean, I would imagine they would have the money for that. That's true, right? Yeah. Oh, they would have the money for that. Maybe, and that would actually be pretty cool. Maybe Trump's paying for it. Yeah, there you are. There you are. <laughs> Trying to get votes. That would be very fun, actually, to have your own Olympic cruise ship. Okay, going partying on, then going playing some basketball and everything. Yeah, okay, I, I'd be totally up for that. But um, I just hope everything goes well. But I just, I, I'm not going to make any effort to see any of it. And, um, you know, even with the Moscow Olympics, I, I wanted to see at least a couple of events and everything. Mm. But um, it's just zero. I'm totally uninterested in this. And I apologize for that because it should be an event that brings the world together. And it's not. Right. It's just not. Uh, Dave Frederick is taking out from Periscope. He's got to go, so he's got to go to work. All right, Frederick, you have a great day at work. Thanks for dropping by. All right. So anyway, again, uh, one just one more little announcement here for the people that are watching on Periscope. Mully's Midnight Madhouse is will be tomorrow at noon here. Mm. So about twelve hours from now. So mm. uh, it'll actually be Friday night for you, which will be more comfortable. So I hope mm. you guys hope you guys will be here. Mm. Uh, Tia is saying she'd like to see the women's gymnastics. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I and, and that's not a, a sleazy kind of thing. I mean, um, oh, it's, well, it's total, a total sleaze for me. So, so no, but I, I enjoy the I, I enjoy gymnastics as well. I think I, I really enjoy cool. the leotards. Oi. <laughs> We're losing viewers. Put him in line, Teresa. Sock it to him. Sock it to him. But no, I you know I respect the amount of work that these guys and gals have to go through to, to get to that level and everything. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. And for them to let's say have alligators or something in the swimming pools, it's just going to be terrible. Oh, that's right. You know, Bob Ross made a good point. Uh, the women's gymnastics, it's all jail bait. You're yeah. right. There they are. They're like 12 years old. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. About um, better but no, but honestly, that. I do really like the women's gymnastics. Mm. And I like the men's gymnastics, too. So I, those those are the ones I usually look forward to. Yeah, I do. Um, and and some, of the, some of the track and field events, mm. not all of them. Yeah. Um, I don't really care too much for all the running. Yeah. I think... Um, after the hundred and four hundred meter, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well, I just hope I hope everything goes well. But, but I, you know, I haven't heard any news about anybody that's standing out this year. So. No. Yeah, so uh, means, from any country. Yeah, yeah. I know the Russians are having a big a problem with doping and how many Russians are going to be allowed to compete and everything, mm. which always brings you know. When you don't have the Russians compete in, in any either summer or Olympic games, it's going to you know just kind of. Kind of tank the results, tank exactly. Yeah. You know, um, so with the with the Russians and their doping, I heard that they're going to allow them to. Well, I, I've one of my heard, and, and maybe we shouldn't talk about this because we both have <laughs> inaccurate information. But right. I, I I heard that, and I think this is correctly. They're going to really take it a case by case. They're not going to have a big blanket 
kind of thing. And I think okay. that's the fairest thing. And I, I, I hope that's the case because if somebody who's clean is, is um, you know, not allowed to compete because somebody uh, in the same basic team is dirty that's that's a that's a tragic right tragedy right there that's terrible okay dave well then let's move away from let's uh, move away from that that. and let's and let's ask you dave how was your trip my trip was fine i went back to los angeles and uh that's where my hometown is went back to los angeles i see you got i see you got your brand new law hat i got my law hat i got my law hat i got actually got this in lax waiting to um escape la um, but no, <laughs> that was with Kurt Russell. Wasn't that it? was that was with Kurt. Or Russell. Where that was Escape from New York. Escape, yeah. Was L.A. with Kurt Russell? I too? believe so. Okay. okay, I believe so. I hope so. Yes, it was. Because there's a one scene that he's he's actually surfing in, and it's a really hokey scene. Okay. Um, but uh, it was nice. It was nice to be back, and uh, it's nice to be back. It was nice to go back, and everything like that. A little warmer than usual. Than mm-hmm. I thought. A little more humid than I thought. Um, that that I thought it would be. But it, it was still a wonderful time. Wonderful chance to go back shorter trip though and it really seemed short this year mm. um but usually we um we stay for about 13 or 14 days okay sorry dave hold mm. your colors is asking okay. over here on periscope uh, he's from la too what part of la are you from well i grew up in a place called palace verdes mm-hmm. um and then i uh, grew then i w- lived for a short time in a place that was very unlike palace Verdes, called inglewood which is very much like uh, if you ever saw the movie fridays right 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 that's right, right. exactly where i lived Really? Yeah, that's pretty much the street where I lived. Okay. For about three or four, and it's it's a very actually a very very nice area. Um, at least it was back in the in the mid eighties and everything. Like right. That. So, um, but I, now I thought you grew up in Watts. Yeah, I grew. Yeah, <laughs> with this with this. Game. But my uh, my mother actually lives in a place called San Pedro, which is uh, right next to Palos Verdes, which is a, a big, huge, gigantic port area. It's um, it's funny to hear you. Uh, which is uh, San Pedro. San Pedro. See, I've always called it San Pedro. San, well, I, we call it San Pedro. No, no, San no, Pedro. no, no, no. I, I, I could be I, saying it incorrectly no, as well. No, no, I've no, been, no. I totally... I've been for a long time. No, for me, it's nice to hear the native Californian yeah. pronunciation. Well, I would imagine you're, you're you're doing it more Spanish than I am. San Pedro. San Pedro. But well, San Pedro. Because when people are talking about... Yeah. Uh, what, when like when they get over to Kentucky, yeah. right? Yeah. They ask, they ask, is it Louisville or uh, Louisville? What right? it, it's Louisville, right? No, it's not Louisville or Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville. Ah, Louisville. 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 Yeah. Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. There you go. There you go. Louisville. Okay. Anyway, sorry, so, Dave. No, that's fine. That's where. So that's where I grew up. I grew up in a place called we call it PV Palace. Mm. And uh, real quick, mm. I'm I'm going to be monitoring the the the. Comments over here. He's watching you on Periscope mm. because they pop up and disappear and oh, never to be seen again. Okay. So, so that's I may, why he's looking a little buggy. And I may jump in if there's something that needs to be yeah. addressed. Okay. Yeah, anyway, sorry, Dave. So no, that's okay. Continue. So it's really fun. If I can, uh, this next part I'm just doing is for um, Jim's benefit more than anybody else's. But this is the first time we ever used uh, um, our local airport called Mount Fuji Airport, and it's a local airport and. That there's, awesome. There are no direct flights from Mount Fuji to Los Angeles. So what we had to do is we flew from Mount Fuji to Incheon, which is in South Korea, and from Incheon to Los Angeles. Right. And we had done that before, but when we returned before, we had to go through Narita um, because there were no return flights. However, this time we had a return flight that was able to do exactly in the reverse, go from Los Angeles to Incheon, Incheon to 
um, Mount Fuji Airport, and it was now, fantastic. If I may, yes, you may, uh, guys. It it seems like it'd be a total pain in the ass to fly from Japan over to Korea because it's what an hour and a half flight it's an, it's, over there. It's Ninety right? minutes, yeah, yeah. So. You got a 90-minute flight over to Korea, mm-hmm. and you think, Jesus, and why waste the time doing that? Mm. But for us living here in Shizuoka, yeah. it's a good four hours to get to Narita Airport. Yep. You know, yep. with all train changing and all this crap, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. And Fuji, Fuji Airport is yeah. right here. Yeah. You drive up there. Parking is free. Free parking. And you walk in the building, yeah. and you go through customs or whatever, yeah. and you're at the gate. Yeah, you really And when are. you come out, literally, you come through the customs yeah. gate, and you're at the door yeah. going out to the parking lot. Yeah. And boom, 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 you're gone. So definitely the trip over to Korea, it's, I, that sounds like well, a, a dream to me. Well, let me tell you, because you're exactly right. When we... we um, Left L.A. at 12, about 12.20 at night, mm-hmm. which is a really good time to do it. A midnight life flight is fantastic. So we arrived in Incheon at about 4.45 in the morning, which sounds, oh my gosh. No, because your body clock and everything, we were fine. It was actually fantastic. Um, one thing that's interesting, if I can throw a couple of things that I think might be mm-hmm. interesting for some travelers is, I found it interesting because um, when I fly, I like to have extra bottles of water because I get quite thirsty and everything. And my daughter's got thirsty too. So after we went through security uh, and the LAX area, which, by the way, the Tom Bradley International Area uh, (laughs) has been redone, and it's really nice. It's a very, very nice place to stay a couple of hours because we got there a couple of hours early. Mm -hmm. Lovely shops, lovely places to eat and everything like that. Had a great mocha there uh, <laughs> had a mocha, mocha. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and well we'll, we'll, get, we'll yeah. get to the cost in the extensive yes. but um, we flew back and so when we arrived at, at Incheon it wasn't too crowded or anything but we were refreshed and everything and everything started opening up and there were a few things opened up at about 7 we had a layover for about 4 hours but Incheon's gigantic and it's basically like staying in a gigantic wonderful shopping mall Okay. Like and an Olympic village. Like an Olympic village, except <laughs> it's clean. But they actually even have little areas for kids to play. I mean, literally play and climb up on everything uh-huh. like this, and it's wonderful. And at Incheon, you can pay for anything using either Korean won or American dollars or Japanese mm-hmm. yen. Mm-hmm. So it's extraordinarily convenient, and they actually even have a Moss Burger in Incheon and everything okay. like that, which is fun. I have an Incheon story. Go ahead. Okay. Well, anyway, we we get to in we, when we uh, get on our plane to to fly back to to um, Shizuoka. It's it's fine, and we we fly there. I'm sorry, I I didn't finish the story about the water. So I I got about four bottles of water uh, in the secure area of LAX, and we flew to Incheon. We didn't drink all of it, but mm-hmm. we went directly from our plane directly in the secure area to where you go through another security check to go into the other airport area, and they made us throw our water away, which is really, really, really sad. So we wasted like two bottles of water, which I hadn't, which I didn't finish. So I found that very, very interesting. So we had water f- bought in the secure area of LAX, but we still had to throw it all away. So it was all for naught. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I found interesting too, again, this may be helpful, maybe not. Mm. And in China, it's lovely. You, you've got a lot of places where you can buy coffee and everything. They even have a Taco Bell, but they don't sell chewing gum or other small little snacks or anything. You can get muffins and you can get things, 
but they don't have, let's say, individual packs of gum. I was unable to find it. If they do have it, God bless you. You were where, where was that at? Incheon. Okay. Anywhere. I wonder okay. why. Well maybe, well, maybe it's just not a Korean thing. Well, I, it could be, but I mean, they, you can even really get a candy bar. I mean, like, you, sure. you could get it. Again, you can't have muffins and things like this, but I mean, they really didn't have any kind of, let's say, convenience store, a little place where you can go and get stuff like they do in most airports, like in LAX or even in Mount Fuji Airport. So my advice is bring lots of gum if you need it, because I need gum when I, when I fly right, for, right, my, right, right. for my ears and everything like this. But... Here's the thing about timing-wise, and we'll get, mm. get to um, expensive, too. We, we take off from Incheon. We land at Mount Fuji Airport at 11.45 on the dot. It's perfect timing. So this is the thing about timing. We disembark. We get out of the plane, and we go down to the area. You go ahead. Go to the bathroom. No, no, keep okay. going. Okay. So we get out of the, uh, the airplane, and it's a small airport, so... We have to go to the bathroom. The toilet at this international airport only has two toilets and two urinals in the men's room. So luckily I got there sooner than, <laughs> than later. But anyway, we get to uh, immigration. And um, there are two areas, one for foreigners and one for uh, Japanese. Now, because I have a permanent residency visa, usually at Haneda and uh, at Narita, I go through the Japanese uh, side with my family. However, at Mount Fuji Airport... I'm a foreigner, regardless of my visa. But uh, really, I, yeah. went, I went through the Japanese line. I went through the and I went through the Japanese line this time. But they said no. Next time you have to go through the the foreigner. Huh. And I said, well, that's that's changed. So anyway, interesting. But having that said, we went we 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 refreshed ourselves in the restroom. We uh, went through immigration. <laughs> well, we, as long as you didn't relieve yourself. <laughs> yes, okay. we refreshed ourselves. Uh, we we picked up our bags at this tiny little <laughs> baggage terminal. It's so cute. We walked out uh, to our car where we had had free parking for 10 days and secure and everything. Everything sure. was fine. And then especially because my wife knows the area really well, we drove home all within one hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about uh, Now, think about this for a second. It's like 20 minutes from the airport to your apartment. I, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, think about this. You literally land, get off the plane, use the toilet, go through immigration, Get your bags, go through customs, walk to your car, put your bags in the car, and drive home within one hour. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're probably home 45 minutes, right? I think it was one hour and five minutes. Yeah. I think it was 65 minutes. And I told Yukos, like, damn, if we were in Narita, we would still, we would just be getting and probably waiting at, at immigration. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. And, and no kidding. So it was yeah. extraordinary. But as for expenses, to go to Narita from, let's say, from where we live, you have to use the Shinkansen, which round trip is about $100, $120. Mm -hmm. You have to use uh, what usually you use, Narita Express, which is also very expensive, right. and that's round trip. Oftentimes, we use what we, that we call Takubin, which is a, a um, delivery, delivery, delivery service. service for your bags and everything, which is expensive. And you have to wait, and you have to get snacks and everything like this. So we save tons of money. Well, it is expensive to, to send your bags, but mm -hmm. at the same time... Mm -hmm. So convenient. Oh, you have worth to. it. Worth you every have, penny. It's, it's yeah. worth every penny. It's yeah. absolutely worth every you can, penny. When you get to Narita Airport, you can just give them your stuff and say, send it to my apartment. Yep. Yeah. You know? And, and it's easy. And, they, and it'll and be it, there the next day. And it will be there mm. unscathed. And yeah. So, especially when you have a family of four, I mean, just multiply everything by four, basically, 
even though I have kids. So we saved a ton of money doing this. Now, my daughters, however, prefer going to uh, Narita and everything because we want to play Anna because we like the Shinkansen and we like the ice cream and uh. we like, you know, going to, to Shinagawa, which is a lovely station. They have wonderful food there. But man, oh man, when I go back, I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm totally going to use Mount. Oh Fuji yeah, again. and I'm I'm glad you told me about that yeah. because if we make a trip to the states, that's the way I'm going Absolutely. for sure. Do for it, sure. do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. For sure, for sure. So uh, it's lovely. So she, I'm now a big fan of Mount Fuji Airport. I thought it was a stupid, stupid place. Now, what what airlines did you use? We used uh, Asiana. Asiana. And Asiana. From Korea to the states too. Everything. Okay. Everything. Okay. And it was great too because even in uh, when we. Now this is this is the one thing uh, going to going to LA. I mean, going via Incheon. My wife, I think, was a little bit too cavalier about the time because it was so close. Because usually you need to get to an airport about three hours. Well, LAX three and a half hours. Usually four hours would be a good idea. Um, but I didn't think we would need that much time for for, mm. for our little place. But we were at our place at about nine thirty, and people were still lollygagging around. And I said, like, girls, our plane leaves at twelve twenty. Get a move on. And so, you know, daddy having to crack the whip. And we got there in plenty of time. There was hardly anybody there. And I apologize for what I'm about to say if it's offensive. But I was telling my wife, hey, in this place, you never know when a couple of busloads of other tourists are going to come and slow everything down. Because it's such a small airport. They've got one security officer. Uh, wh take where, where is that at? This is, this is Mount Fuji Airport. Okay. So if you get behind... Uh, a busload of people that can't speak Japanese or having some some problems and everything, it's going to slow everything or down. A busload of old people, it, or a busload oh, of old, pe old people, which is which is even worse. Right. So we get there, <laughs> which is even worse. Which is even worse than foreigners, you know. Right. Um, oh, don't get me started about supermarket horror stories being behind some sure, old sure, sure, sure. But anyway, we get there, we get everything checked in, and we go and we we get our tickets, and the the bags are or is it like a straight to straight to L.A. and everything like this. We, we have about 45 minutes before our plane. You know, like an hour, I should say an hour. And my wife says, like, I want to go to the observation deck and watch the planes take off. And I said, like, you have 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Go. Because we got to go through immigration. She's like, oh. you know, as, <laughs> as my wife will do sometimes. <laughs> Love you, honey, if you're watching. Um, but anyway, so I said, like, look, we got to get into, we got to get through immigration because, and because there's no line right now, so go in. And she's like, well, okay, fine. We get in there, and there's one, only one immigration officer. And we walk up there, and luckily there's no waiting everything, but it took a little time because, you know, we've got passports and four kids and everything. Just when we finished, ka-chong, about 20 or 30 furriners, and I'm a furriner, uh, came walking in there, uh, not speaking a word of Japanese, and I said to my wife, uh-huh, and her reply was, yeah, and it's just like, and I, we would have gotten through it, but it would have been really tense. Sure, sure, sure. It would have sure, been sure. really tense. And so. I, and I would imagine traveling with Dave is no fun. It's not actually, and you, you don't have to imagine it's not. I'm the kind of guy that's just like, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, especially in those kind of things. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine you're a point A to point B, don't mess around type guy. Yeah, if we yeah. have now, now when we get to Incheon, however, because mm. it's like, okay, we're here for five hours. Mm. Oh, have some fun, you know. Girls right. go and play, you know. Just don't break anything or anything, right? Like and that's fine. Uh, T's asking about the airlines. He said he took uh, Asiana, mm. and uh, it, yeah, you you flew into L.A. So these Asian airlines, you know, JAL and yeah. uh, ANA and mm. blah blah blah, they will fly into L.A. None of those go to Cincinnati. No, yeah. 
you know. So I, I would have to, uh, I think I could probably get a flight from here to Korea and then back to Cincinnati. But, you know, to be honest, I don't know if I'll ever go to Cincinnati again. Yeah, yeah. Was, I've got no reason to. I mean, I've got no family left there, and, you know, my, my friends don't seem to want to see me anymore. And, no, well, who would, you know? But uh, who would want to see you? I mean, right? you, you have to drag me here every week. Or so. but, um, <laughs> go to no. Florida and see my mom. But it's interesting you should say that because I, it was the <clears> same kind of trip for me because, unfortunately, a couple of people that I, you know, are close to me have had some health issues uh, recently. And I was telling you, you know, in the near future, there really will be no reason, especially if my parents move or my sister move, to go back to my hometown of Palos Verdes because they're the only reason why I'm going back. Yeah. The one, only reason. Once mom and dad are gone, that's... That's it, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, and then, you know, then we can go to Hawaii and then we can go to other places. Yeah, right, 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 you know? right, right. But uh, right now, going back to LA is still the cheapest place to go. I haven't been in the States since 2005. Wow, 2005. It's been 11 really? years, yeah. Wow, that's extraordinary. And that's one of the things I was talking with about my mom last yeah. night in mm-hmm. the interviews that mm-hmm. one of the things that I missed, mm-hmm. or the, one of the things I regret, mm-hmm. is the 25 year gap that we've got. Yeah. You know, not being together. Yeah. But she made a good point. My mom's a very reasonable person, mm-hmm. same as me. Mm-hmm. She said, honey, if you were living here, you'd probably be living out in California or up in Cincinnati. You wouldn't be here, and I'd hardly ever see you anyway. That's a good point. And my dad actually made a point like that when I was talking to you. Because it's interesting you should say that you were interviewing your mom and everything. Because mm-hmm. my wife actually asked me uh, this trip to try to get more family information from my mom and dad, you know, like a little family tree information. Sure. And I did, and I wrote some of this down. I need to type it up, actually. But one of the things that fascinated me that my dad said, because he's from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. He's from, and, and they moved around that area, but basically he's from Arkansas, which is next to Texas, near Texas. Ar- ne- Arkansas? Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he moved away uh, back in the you know, early 60s and everything. He's been in California ever since. And I'd always thought that after, or if if his wife ever passed away, that he would move back to Arkansas to be with his family. And mm-hmm. he basically said, no, he would not do that. Um, he would go back and visit, but, you know. And he said it's, it's extraordinary because he's seen so many people in that area from his home, hometown desperately get jobs that are menial, that are not to their liking and mm-hmm. not to their ability just to desperately stay in that geographic location because of their, you know, and everything. Because, like, that's just nuts. So, and that, that was actually quite nice because that really took a lot of pressure off me. So he really understands why I'm in Japan and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, so, if, if something happened and yeah. I was here by myself, I don't think I would leave. Yeah. Where would I go? I don't yeah. have a life back in the United States. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm as much a foreigner there as, as a Japanese person is. Mm. My entire adult life was spent here. You and me both. I mean, you're looking at me like, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Having that said, if I could say something, and, and and we've said this before when I went back, and Kurt has said this, you know, you see so much stuff in the news right now, and everything, even like on Facebook. I don't even like looking at Facebook right now because there's so much political stuff up there right now. But I'm happy to say it. When I went back to the States, I didn't really feel anything. I didn't feel like there was about to be a race riot around the corner or anything. People were friendly with each other. Yeah, I think the I think our our interactions on Facebook and stuff like that really taint I, I, the really image does. of what's really going on over yeah. there. You know, mm. and I and I was in different parts. I mean, I went down to Santa Monica Pier, which is a lovely place to go. I really recommend it. It's a wonderful place to go. That's exactly where the end point or the beginning point of Route 66 is. And there are lots of different people from all walks of life walking around there. Mm. And they were all getting along really well. Mm. Uh, Felix know. is here. He's saying cheers. I'm not sure if he's taking off or not. Really nice. If yeah. you are... 
Felix, good night. Very nice. So thank um, you once again. So very good. So yeah, I mean, um, you read a lot of stuff on the newspaper in the newspaper about all these problems and everything. But I think there are a lot of people in the states. Hopefully, I'm I'm not over exaggerating. They said mm. they get along real well together. Sure, sure, sure. So sure, you know, sure. it's not. Yeah. It's it's. I don't think it's the powder keg that a lot of news organizations would like you to. Well, believe. well, and and I think we're. I think. We're we're aware that the media does that. Yeah. And we still fall for it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in well the when I the first time I went home from here, mm. it was later uh, mid 92 I would imagine, and it was after Rodney King's verdict came out and oh, the I riots. That. I remember that. The riots started in LA, right? Oh, yeah. And I was flying into LA mm. that next day. It was mm-hmm. the day the riots started. Wow. And I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ." Yeah. You know, like I mean, when you op- if you if you look up Caucasian in yeah. the dictionary, there's a picture of me. I mean, yeah. I'm as pink white as yeah. can be, right? Yeah. And I thought, you know, black people aren't going to be very fond of me. Yeah. I'm going to be a target when I get to L.A. And I get to L.A. and I'm scared to go outside. Sure. And I said, because you know, I'm watching things on the news before I left, yeah. and L.A.'s on fire, right? Yeah. yeah. And I see these black people ripping people out of cars and beating them and throwing bricks at them, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Um. So I arrive in L.A. and I said to the lady at the counter, I said, "Is it okay for me to go outside?" And she's like. Why not? And I said, "Well, all the riots." And she said, "Oh, that's way down at the other end." Blah blah blah. It's like yeah. a, it's like a two block area. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." And it was. Yeah. 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 So, and you know, not, and yeah. the 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 interaction I had with people of all colors at that time was just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Especially back then, it was really really nice. Back yeah. then, I know exactly what you're talking about. But no, I had a nice time and everything. It was too short. I wish I could have stayed longer, of course. But this was this is also a very inexpensive thing. Oh, I want to tell you one story that I thought very, sure. very interesting. Um, uh, unfortunately, as I, always happens when I go back there, I had some kind of medical problem. And this <laughs> this year... You do seem to have something medical going on every time you go over there, It's extraordinary. Dave. This year, a couple of days before I went over there, I started having... Um, ears, nose, and throat problems, as I oftentimes do this time of mm-hmm. year because of air conditioning and everything. So I started getting some congestion in my ear, which can be kind of bad. So anyway, when I landed and everything because of landing, I had quite a lot of congestion up there, and it was bad, and I was getting concerned. So um, this, the next day after I arrived, because I, I got to my mother's place a little late, so I couldn't go to a pharmacist or anything, I went down and got some Sudafed, and I'm using that word specifically. It's a decongestant to, sure. to, to get this stuff. So I went down to a place called Target. Target, as we say, <laughs> right. and I bought some Sudafed. Now, the whole situation is apparently Sudafed has some kind of ingredient, I forgot, pseudomedicine or something, blah, 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 that can be used by nefarious people to make uh, methamphetamine. Meth- methamphetamines. So they, now, several years ago, they didn't give a rat's ass, but now they do. So when you buy Sudafed, you actually have to show a photo ID. And so they actually put your name in the... In the, the, the database. In the database. And so what happened was, so I, I got Sudo, I got some Sudafed. It was the, the four to six hour Sudafed. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, I took some Sudafed and whatever. And and because of all the all of the uh, Sudafed I was taking throughout the time, I didn't take any alcohol because I have a strict policy. When I take any kind of medication, I do not drink alcohol. Mm. So this was a dry vacation in California. 
But anyway, here's the part of the story that sounds interesting. So I got the Sudafed, and then the next day I thought we would go to this um, botanical garden kind of near where I, I live. And, I, and I, didn't bring, I didn't bring the medication with me. Well, my sister doesn't live all that far away. Mm. So the botanical garden turned out to be a total disaster because of the drought. Everything had died, so everything was oh. totally, totally... <laughs> Brown. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, the lake that they were supposed to have is gone. The, the right. creek and everything's gone. So my, my children were like, this is so boring. And it's like, okay, well, why don't we go see your aunt and the cat? It's like, oh, yeah, we get to see the cat. Yay, Bella, Bella. Right. So I call up my, my sister because, again, luckily, my mom had a, a, a portable phone. She's like, just use my portable phone. I'm using it. And so I went up there, and I said, like, hey, Hallie, do you have any Sudafed? Because I left mine at mom's, and, you know, I should be taking some now. She's like, no. I said, well, well, I'll go up to the drugstore where you guys, you know, play foosball and um, and get some Sudafed. Yeah, they have a foosball at their house, and it's mm. fun, and they're really fun. For some reason, I see something coming, Dave. Go now, ahead. So anyway, I go up there, and, and my, my sister said, well, I'll come with you. It's like, okay, great. So we go up there, because she knows what's coming. And so we go up there, and I go to the, and I go up and pick up the little card thingy, because you, you can't buy Sudafed. You actually have to take a little card, and it's behind the counter now. And so I went up there, and I said, okay, yeah, I want to get some more Sudafed. And, and I said, like, look, I bought some yesterday at Target, but I left it at home, so I just want to buy some more. And she was like, nope, you can't do it. And I said, what do you mean I can't do it? And, and she checked the database, and I'm on the database, and it's like, well, no, according to this, you bought a certain amount of pills, and so you can't buy Sudafed until such a date when we feel that your, your prescription that you bought, not your prescription, it's not a prescription, your, the amount of pills that you bought should be naturally used up. And the land of the free. And then, I, and then I basically said, okay, fine. She's buying it. The girl that's, this, the lady that's standing right next to me. And she goes, oh, that's fine. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. And, I, and I'm so sorry. And I don't mean to make this political. But the first thing that came to my mind, and you're going to hate me for this, Obama. You know, and it's just like, why, why would I hate you for that? And, I'm, and, I'm not an Obama supporter. What and, are you talking and, about? And just like, but it's the kind of thing where whatever gave you the impression that I'm an Obama supporter. You've been saying some nice things about him recently. No, but, no, no, um, no. Okay, okay. But anyway, um, which is nothing wrong to say mm. anything bad about the, you know, good about the president of the United States. But anyway, I'm just saying that really made me think, God damn, Big Brother's really fucking watching you. Mm. Oh, I'm said that's F-word, okay. Uh, it's really watching you, and so it's just like. It's only Sudafed, you know? So anyway. Let me jump in real quick, Dave. Mm -hmm. Guys, uh, Dave, if if you were here at the beginning of the show, Dave brought me a Diet A&W root beer back from the States. I just finished it. Mm. It was really good. But um, no, I mean, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was nice to have it. Good. But yeah, I'm I'm way too focused on my... Good. I'm way too focused on my my disease to to fall for it. Um, yeah. Okay, Dave, I want to say one thing about the Obama thing. Sure. Just very quick. Okay. And, and you people out there, I don't care which side you, you, you play for, hmm. Democrats, Republican, Libertarian, whatever. I am not a supporter of, of Obama. Hmm. I think he's probably one of the worst presidents we've ever had. Hmm. But at the same time, hmm. I think he takes a lot of crap that he doesn't deserve. Hmm. And that that's the only thing. Like, yeah. I, you see these... These clickbait headlines, oh, and clickbait. and you watch them, and you're I, like, yeah, I and it's like that's you. not what he said. No, and I, I totally agree with you on this. That's what it is, and I you totally know, and, and I see that. the same thing happening with Donald Trump. You know, he's catching a lot of shit for stuff that he's hasn't done, yeah. or 
taken out of context or whatever. Mm. There was a thing the other day. Uh, he said something about a baby being in the room. Did mm. you see this? Yeah, I saw that. And it you was watched, a joke. And you watched the video. He was kidding. It's a joke. Come on, people, just give me. And and even Hillary, I think she's. I think she is the root of all evil. Yeah. But I still don't think it's fair that you know things that she says taken out of context and thrown up as clickbait or whatever. I mean, just be fair with each other. And and I'm gonna say just this about Hillary. Mm. She's dirty. She's very, very dirty. She's mm. got a string of stuff around here. Mm. But you got to be like that to be a politician. Mm. That's nothing. That's nothing original. Mm. You know. Um, so anyway, anyway. So anyway, it was diet. It was good. It was a good. good. Uh, let's see. I remember wanted to buy beer. My girlfriend had to show her ID as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, Worse than the bushes. Trump is the man. Okay. <laughs> if I can get back to the, the beer thing. Sure. That, that's interesting because I, I, I was reading an interview with uh, Henry Cravel, who is uh, the, super, the, new, the new Superman. And that, uh, the, from what I've heard, for Europeans who visit the States, this really is something that's weird for them because their, their age of uh, being able to drink is, is different from in the States. And Felix so, is in Switzerland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Felix, in, in the comments here, could you tell us what is... Legal drinking age in your country. Okay, go ahead. I think it's 12. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. But, I mean, I've heard a lot of Europeans, like, they come over here and it's just like, I want to get a beer. It's like, well, are you over 21? Of course not. Well, then you can't drink. So, yeah, for, I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of places in, 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 in Europe, it's, it's 18. And mm. that must be just absolutely terrible if you're mm. used to getting a beer is 16 yeah, yeah that's what i thought it was there you know go. to be able to get a beer and, and a good beer too especially in europe you know <laughs> right, and right, it's right, like right. look i'm just asking for a pabst i'm not asking for something good or anything and you still can't get that it must be really really tough uh and it's just like it, it would actually um Seth's. probably determine where i would not go to the states because of that because i don't want to be I strong can't stuff 18 yeah strong stuff mm. 18 okay that makes sense sorry guys i have a yeah, a root beer burp, man. I haven't had one of those in months. This is actually interesting because we usually would drink something carbonated, we, and I would be burping throughout the entire podcast. Right. I hadn't had, I've had a couple of farts, which were silent, but and I was used to it. I, I had a tolerance for it, but now I don't. Yeah, there you go. There um, you go. But Dave, if if I can uh, talk about myself, for please. A minute. And and I um, wanted to, I wanted to get an update for you too. I wanted to get uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. I'm doing really good. good um, as as you said, mm. I am pretty much staying home all day. Yeah. It's just too damn hot. I'm mm, I'm going mm. out at night yeah. and walking. I'm mm. getting you know I'm getting some walking good, in the good, evening. Good, good. Um, and I was thinking you know I actually last week last weekend I thought well this week mm-hmm. I'll do some exercise early in the morning. Yeah. And I just never did it. Yeah. And you know, who wants to exercise at five o'clock in the morning? The Olympic win- champions winners, do, Jim. right? Winners um, do. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Jenner did. Before he became not Bruce Jenner, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I need to. Uh, I do need to step. But uh, you know, I'm not. I really haven't changed what I've at all, other than I'm just not going to school. Mm. You know, I'm here most of the day, and mm. then I do my. Little, when do you go back to school? How much? How much more time do you have? I don't know. Go back some early September, I would imagine. Okay. Around. Well, as long as as long as you have a schedule somewhere that you can check. No, I don't. Do you have any kind of goal this uh, this summer? Like, for example. I know you have, and I'm sorry, people who are watching. Mm. Jim recently bought a really nice um, guitar guitar stand. stand. So you've you've said many summers that you really want to revamp the man cave. Well, I've been working, as you can tell. I've I've been working on. You have this. Just this corner was pretty taxing. It was. Mm. 
Um, I actually, you can't, you can't tell it here, mm -hmm. but I actually did clean this area out too. Nice, nice. And I've just got some things, I've got some things stacked up here now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm working on it. I, the, the, I would like to get my Van Halen poster up. Mm, mm. Yeah. Before I go back to school. That's a nice goal. Yeah. And somebody suggested, I'm like, okay, guys, I've got this Van Halen poster here. It's six feet long. Mm -hmm. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a huge, huge poster. And it's going to go, if, if you're looking where Dave is, it's going to go back. It's going to go on this wall here where it says Bengals Country just behind Dave. It's going to go from that corner where the guitar is all the way up here. It's going to come all the way across this wall here. Cool. And it covers the whole thing. And just behind me here, you can just see this cardboard box here. Um, this is a large acrylic, uh, like what you would have, what, what you would find in a picture frame. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. the, like yeah, the, I the, the screen, the, yeah, the glass, okay, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this thing, well, Dave, it's over six feet long. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this is going to be over the over the poster. Sure. Sure. Now I wanted to get that poster. Uh, framed, but the framing was like four, four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, and I was like, no, I can't afford that no. just for a poster frame, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, so he suggested this acrylic thing. This mm -hmm. was like fifty bucks. Well, there you go. So they made this for me. That's nice. And somebody, Dave, somebody had the bright idea. The other, I don't even know why I didn't think about this. Put the poster up, put the acrylic over top of it, and then go to the DIY shop and just get some of this this wood. Sure. Uh -huh. That goes along like baseboard yeah, uh -huh. or whatever, and just put it around it and look just like a frame. It would look like yeah. a frame, yeah. Would, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I may do. Yeah, and they'll cut yeah. it for you too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Yay. Anyway, uh, hey, so, a couple mm -hmm. of things about yourself, though, if I may ask. If mm -hmm. you don't want to, if you don't want to share, that's fine. Sure. How, how, how's the weight situation? Uh, the weight, uh, it's actually very funny. I don't know if you saw this, saw the news or not. I don't mm. remember. Anyway, I went to the doctor, and my weight from June to July hadn't okay. changed at all. Okay. And that, I mean, it was literally the exact same number. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was 197.4. Okay. <clears throat> and that really kind of bummed me out. Okay. And I was thinking, man, what am I doing wrong? But I need to remember that I've dropped 25 kilograms in three months. Mm. So... Going a month without losing any weight's really not, not really a mm. surprise because you're, you're, you're going to hit a plateau. You're still under two hundred though. Still under two hundred. Okay. So, that was a Saturday when I got when I got the when I got that news, and I said to the doctor, "We're mm -hmm. sitting there," and, and, and I told him, "I was like, man, you know, I'm really, really, really bummed that my weight's not coming mm -hmm. down." And I said to him, "I said, how much should I lose each month?" Mm -hmm. And he said. One kilogram. Really? Really? Yeah. He said one kilogram. He says, just try to lose one kilogram. He said, if you go any faster, you're going to, you're going to risk rebounding. Okay. And because of the, the insulin mm -hmm. that I'm, all the medicine I'm taking, it's going to be difficult to lose weight. Wow. Okay. And he said, just try to lose at least one kilogram. Wow. Okay. And I was, and I was like, doc, Jesus Christ, at that pace. It's going to be eight and a half years before I reach my goal. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's, that kind of bummed me out too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and he had told me that, well, you're going to, you're going to hit these, these ceilings yeah. where you're going to 
have times where you're not losing any weight. Mm-hmm. He says, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Keep your exercising. Don't give up. Well, about day, four days later, I was 195. Well, there you are. I dropped two, two, 2.8 kilograms in four days. You see what laxatives will do for you? That's what they will do. <laughs> um, so I'm actually two kilograms lighter than I was, at the, and I'm now hanging at that weight. There you, so you're, you're around 195 right <laughs> I'm now? I'm about 195 right now, yeah. Nice. And, um nice. I'm hoping I'm at one. I'm hope I go to the doctor again in in two weeks, and I'm shooting for one ninety three. Mm. But you know, I would like to go in there and say, "Look, doc, I lost like four kilograms since yeah. the last time." But yeah. he's only expecting one, yeah. and that and and I don't mean that in I don't mean that by saying, "Oh, well, he's only expecting one, so I don't have to try too yeah, hard." Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's no, just like, well, he's only expecting one, so if I can at least do that, yeah, you yeah. know, I'll, you know, I should. Um, yeah, so you know, basically, it's the it's it's the the insulin yeah. that makes it really hard. Now, here's another thing that I found very interesting, and we're gonna I'm gonna catch a lot of shit. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Hero Danger eighty nine says I never knew insulin could affect weight loss. Actually, when I got my diagnosis of diabetes, mm-hmm. this girl that I used to uh, I was intimate with in high school. Hello, um, she, she's a, she's she's a nurse now. Okay. And she had seen on my Facebook that I had diabetes, blah, blah, blah. And one of the first things she said to me, she says, ain't that a bitch? She said, you really need to get that weight off. She says, but because of the insulin, it's going to be really hard to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had, you know, other medical people tell me that it's it's difficult to lose weight with yeah. taking insulin. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't either. But here's something very interesting. I'm going to catch a lot of shit from about this. Okay. And get ready. I, I may even catch shit from you about this. It's Obama's fault. That's what you're going to say? Yeah, it's Obama's fault. <laughs> Trump! Um, <clears throat> I was talking to the school nurse, and I was telling her the same story, mm-hmm. that you know my weight hadn't gone down mm-hmm. and all this and all that. And she told me, you ready for this? It's because you're a foreigner. Nah. She said, <laughs> she said, it's difficult to lose weight in the summer. Oh, Really? Yeah. She said it's easier to lose weight in the winter than it is in the summer. Oh, that's total bullshit. <laughs> no, but, but she explained it and it made total sense. Okay, why? She said in the summer, your body is trying to stay cool, mm-hmm. so it's not heating up and burning the calories. Uh-huh. Now, you're losing weight. You're appearing to lose more weight it's, in the summer. It's water loss? No, because you're more active. Uh-huh. Where in the winter, if you did the same amount of exercise, you would lose more weight mm-hmm. because your body is heating up mm-hmm. and using calories to mm-hmm. keep your body warm, mm-hmm. and you would lose more weight if you were that active in mm-hmm. the winter, but you're not. You sit mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. you know try to you know stay in a blanket and watch mm-hmm. TV. And, it, and I started thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, that t- makes total sense. Mm. So it, it you know, we 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 get the appearance that we you know it's easier to lose weight in the summer, but it maybe it's not. It I I see what you're saying that it it it, it because that people naturally are more active in the summer or more often right. times they are. That's what because they're more active. Then of course they burn the calories. Exactly. They, they do it. Whereas in, in winter, um, you're in, stationary. You're, you're more stationary. Yeah. Mm. That could be it. Uh, I think it, it has a lot to do with how much, uh, no joke, mm. how much air conditioning and how much heat you use as well. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Because, I mean, in, in, <clears throat> like, in temperate weather, like in Los Angeles, summer and winter ain't all that big big of a difference. That's know? true. So, But I can see how it would, if you were, let's say, in Cincinnati or somewhere, mm. um, it would be gigantic because I would want to go out in summer. and Because I've been, in, I've been in Arkansas during the summer. It's like, I'm not going outside with the bugs and the heat and everything. I'm staying right, ciao. Um, Felix says he believes in CICO, so the nurse makes sense. Mm. I don't know what CICO is, though. Mm. Sicko. 
Mm. <laughs> so, um, I thought CICO was a curry shop. But the, yeah, Kokuichi Curry. Right? <laughs> um, but you know that to- that when I started thinking about that, I was like, well, that does make sense because your body's trying to stay cool mm. in the summer because yeah. of the heat. Yeah. So you're not. It's not raising the temperature inside using a. You know, it's interesting you say because <clears throat> one thing that I think uh, people tend to forget, not you, but mm. I think a lot of people forget, is of course during summer you your body tends to want to drink more, and that's why mm-hmm. uh, people sometimes drink too much sugary stuff, either you know mm-hmm. sugary teas, or sh- and that keeps your weight up right there too. Mm. So yeah, and here it's starting already. Your body still has to cool down during the summer, though. That surely costs energy. Yes, it does, but not as much as heating up. I would imagine because mm. the heat actually the heat actually burns more. Just by itself burns more calories. Okay. The body heat. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm. anyway, Felix saying calories in, calories out. Anyway, at the end of the day, I'm at 195. God damn it, and that's that's where we're at there right now. There I'm feeling go. good. Mm. You know. Um, How's your walking? You keep saying that you're able to walk farther and farther and farther. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, okay, Dave. So uh, your stamina has definitely improved. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, stamina. I, I can you, last. You can last longer and longer. Um, now, you guys that are watching here, you're listening out there. You're not going to mm. be able to picture this, but out in front of my house, maybe you there, shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't picture. It's just depending on what you're going <laughs> to be supposed a, to say. There's a street Teresa, out in front of my help. house. There's a street out in front of my house, mm. and across the street are a couple rice fields. Mm. And at the edge of the rice fields, there's a little road that cuts over to the next road over. Mm-hmm. And there's a temple over there. And, and there's you, a naked lady at the temple. Right. Okay. And you can walk up that street, up to the street that's up the road here, cut around and come back and come back around here. Mm-hmm. So it's basically walking around the block, yeah, as okay. they say. Okay. Now, when I first got out of the hospital and I started walking around the block, that was my goal was just to get around the block, right? Because yeah, yeah. Dave, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave knows. Like, I would walk to the car and I would be... Huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing. Just coming up here, I would take you know a five minute break. Just coming up the steps. It's true. Dave, let me catch my breath, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so when I got out of the hospital, this little walk around the block here, and Dave's a pretty much a professional walker. <laughs> um, it would take to- it would take Tomoko and Opie about four minutes mm. to get around the block. Mm. Four four and a half minutes. It was taking me a half hour. Yeah, and about two weeks ago. Five and a half minutes. Wow, that's amazing. That's so really great. yeah, that's really and uh, great. walking from here up to the main street where the where the bank is. Yeah, I know exactly the street that your your school's sure, on. Yeah. Uh, so just walk this street all the way up to yeah. the meat shop and come yeah. out on that street mm-hmm. there. The first night I did that, that took about forty minutes. Wow, and then from just there, one way, just one way. Okay, and then from there, I walked up to that little park that's on the corner. Just before the bridge, there's a new little park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So just up here, right? Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Getting from here up to that little that little park took about an hour. Well, that's that's actually uphill, so I can see how that would have been more difficult too. But it's not that far. Yeah, but no, it's not that far. Not far at all. No. If you left here now, you would be there in ten minutes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it took me about an hour to get up there. Yeah. And the other night I was up there in 18 minutes. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, so I was, you know, it, it's getting better. That is, it's getting much better. Um, it's getting yeah, much better. and I don't know if you can tell that I've lost weight, but, you know, I can feel it in my clothes. Well, that's how you can tell, you know. Yeah, and Kurt, uh, I don't know if you saw my arm shaking video. Did yeah, you I see that? Says, yeah. You know, Kurt messaged me and he says, wow, he said, you know, you, your clothes are looking a little baggy. And, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. 
And I went to the pool hall yesterday, first time nice. in weeks. Nice. And the first thing the guy said was, oh, wow, you look like you've dropped a little weight. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, man. Yeah. 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 So working on it, you know, Good. working it out. Good. Just keep going, you know. Yeah. You've got and some, and, and you've got some time before you go back to school, so, you know, you can do it. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, I'm just still plugging away. Good. Good, good, good. And I had my little cheat tonight, my NW root beer. Sorry. Kind of a little... The aftertaste, yeah, mm. sometimes a uh, diet has a bit of an aftertaste like that. Yeah, I, well, I don't, I'm not so sure it's the 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 dietness of it, <laughs> you know, the dietness. The dietness. Um, diet. I'm just so used to drinking water. Yeah. You know, I don't have any, I, I don't, I have, I've even stopped drinking. Guys, and I don't, I don't know if Dave, if I've told you this or not, you guys want to know how serious I am about this? I changed my toothpaste. Really? Yeah. Because I was using Aquafresh toothpaste that uh -huh. has like a like a like a mint flavor to it, mm. which is produced by sugar. Yeah. So I've actually I've actually gone to as far as changing my toothpaste. And when I told my doctor, he said, "You're basically yeah. said you're an idiot." He said, yeah. <laughs> "You don't need to change your toothpaste." I was like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not risking anything." Yeah. You know. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, that's fun. Well, it's been it's been really nice uh, catching up and everything. And I hope I didn't bore everybody with uh, with a couple of my stories from uh, from the states. I didn't really tell them. I, we didn't do all that much stuff because mm. it was really a kind of trip to just visit the family. Before we go, Dave. Sure. Uh, the other Victor, mm -hmm. uh, he's out here, Kanto Kitsune, mm -hmm. and uh, he's saying the beard looks great. Nice. No, no, no. Yours, yours, not mine. Mine. Mine's the same as it always is. Well, thank you very much. If anything, I shaved, you know, here. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Because I'm usually scruffy looking, like him. Well, I, I actually try to get this little... I haven't actually um, thinned it in about four or five days, so mm. it looks like it's a little fuller. Dave, Dave grows a good beard. Yeah, I grow. I can grow pretty quick, actually. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it sometimes gets itchy, so that's why I shave it down, so I'd like to... But thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome, Dave. So, well, Dave, it's good to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. All right. Well, I guess we'll just wrap this up, right? It's, it's about time, I think. Yeah, about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, that's good. So I would like to say once again to everybody that's listening here tonight on YouTube and over here on Periscope, Mully's Midnight Madhouse will be here in about well, exactly 12 hours. I'm going to be starting at noon uh, tomorrow afternoon, which will be 11 o'clock East Coast, 8 o'clock Left Coast. So hope to see you guys there. It, sadly it's accurate that's the whole thing i like yeah. that yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just the way i say yeah. it so guys look forward to that and this week's episode is since dave already let it out of the bag this week's episode yeah. is tv show themes and it's gonna be fun and now i was actually thinking of running tomorrow's episode as a contest oh don't give any of the names of the theme songs ah. and let people send me mail messages uh -huh. naming the songs sure to be entered into the contest, and then we'll do a stage two down the line somewhere, and uh, maybe uh, you know give you know we'll give something away. Uh -huh. um, are you guys going to do this again regularly now that Dave is back? Well, I mean, as regular as we always have, uh, right? Yeah, but I mean, you have to understand we're extremely boring people, so we don't have a whole lot of things to talk about, you know, regularly. So. Yeah, we do this when we get stuff to talk about. Exactly. So exactly. I doubt that we'll be here next week. I'm game for it if Dave's yeah. up for it. Um, you but, know what I wouldn't mind doing? I remember one of our first podcasts we ever did was talking about the Lone Ranger and everything. And there's mm -hmm. some movies I wouldn't mind, you know, talking about, and that would be kind of fun. Well, why don't you? Give me a list of movies. I've got plenty of time to watch. Sure, sure. You know? Okay, yeah. Okay. All righty then. Mm. Well, we want to thank you guys listening to the Mully's Place podcast this week. As usual, if you're wanting to keep up with us via social media, 
Media. 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 You can find all links to everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Over at www.mulleysplace.com. That's M-U-L-L-Y-S place.com. We'd also like to request that if you're enjoying the podcast, and if you have an extra second, go over to iTunes, leave a rating and a comment. Yeah. More ratings will move us up the ladder, if you will. Mm. I would also like to request that, hey guys, if you have any comments... Feel free to leave comments on the Mully's Place podcast page. There, There is a space for comments there. And we also have a Facebook page, yes. which we never plug. Sorry. No, no, no. That's, you know, my fault, too. Uh, so is it Mully's Place podcast? Is that what a Facebook.com slash Mully's Place podcast, I would imagine? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, see, I can't even plug because I don't know the address. Ouch. Yeah. But if you guys have anything, uh, you know, Dave Dave looks at it from time to time. Yes, I, I look do. at it, I you do. know, I see it all the, every day. Mm. Tomoko has access there. So if you guys want to leave any comments for us about anything, uh, you can get us there. Please, please. All right. So we will wrap it up for this mm. for this week. Dave, it's so good to have you back. It's good to be back. I don't know what you're going to title this one, though. Maybe we'll just title it A Little Bit of Everything. A Little Bit of Everything or A Little Bit of Diet Root Beer. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to leave you with that. Yes. And with that in mind, this is Mully. This is Dave. Keep it between the lines. <laughs>